Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Thursday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk. Welcome to viewers on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome to those of you watching on Zumo Channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio network and all of our podcast outlets. I'm Ted Sivranski, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter, joined by my co-host and friend Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. And today's show, look, when you're in this business as long as Ralph and I are, you get jaded. The Super Bowl, yeah, it's another Super Bowl. The Final Four, yeah, it's another Final Four. Oh, opening night NFL, Monday night football, yeah, whatever. But there's something about this time of year, November, and a day like today, where you've got every major sport going, NFL, NBA, college football, college hoops, uh, NHL. Those are the days that I kind of get jacked for, and today's show is absolutely loaded. We'll be breaking down NBA, NFL, college football, college hoops. Special guest, John Murray, Vegas John from Superbook USA, will be joining us later in the show. But first, Ralph, let's get into it. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. What happened last night? And once again, just like on Tuesday night in weeknight Maction, the Mid-American Conference playing college football uh, during the weeknights at this time of the year. And once again, the dogs were biting. This time, Miami O pulls the outright upset dog and under as opposed to the two dogs and overs on Wednesday night. Or on Tuesday now, night, well, I should say. You know, the dogs now 4-0 this week. And I did want to look it up. Just so, you know, what have you done for me lately? People remember this week in the MAC, and I don't want them going into next week automatically thinking that the dogs are great plays in midweek action. You know, I went back the last three years. The dogs are actually 26 and 32, 45% with the 4-0. So they were only 22 and 32 going into this week. So again, each game is different. Never bet a, 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 a bet just because something happened in one week of action. But we talked about the rivalry. Miami of Ohio and Ohio are fierce rivals in the MAC. People outside of the Buckeye State not may not know it. And anytime you have that type of rivalry, that line gets closed down where the underdog is much more capable of covering and pulling the upset. Which was exactly the case last night. Red Hawks backers get the money under backers as well. Tough beat. Maybe even a bad beat. But I'm not going to call it a bad beat for one reason. Because Ben Simmons got hurt midway through the game, in like the, the second quarter of the game. He only played 10 minutes. So Philly didn't have the guys on the floor they were supposed to, and it showed. All that being said, Utah, on their way to a win and cover, all they got to do is hit a couple of free throws and avoid the buzzer beater. Oops, couldn't do either one. Donovan Mich Mitchell misses a pair of free throws. Uh, and then... <laughs> After that, the shot at the buzzer, and I swear, Ralph, it felt like this one hung on the rim for about three seconds before it dropped in. Utah ends up losing by only two. Jazz, or Utah wins by only two. Jazz backers get burned. That line bet from two as high as three and a half before tip-off. Yeah, and you look at the, the free throw disparity. I mean, Utah was 16 of 24, Philadelphia 30 of 34. So... Um, you know, you don't often see a team with that disparity. You know, they still won the game, 
But uh, Philly with 30 of 34, and as you said, the injury was a big deal, missing the last two and a half quarters of the game. Yeah, I mean, Philly's, Philly's offense was clearly out of sync. I think their defense was equally affected by Ben Simmons being off the court. I have not heard anything today about his status moving forward. Well, the books got burned on this one. You know, there's not any public money for coming for Golden State. There's not any wise guy money for coming for Golden State. That was the case last night. The Rockets got bet up to minus 16, and they scored last and won by 17. No points in the final minute of that ballgame. Houston gets the money. That was a bad result for bookmakers here in Las Vegas. For those watching hard and thinking he's scoring a lot, 36.5 points per game through eight games. No one has scored more since Michael Jordan in 1988. Wow. And when you're being talked out in the same breath as Michael Jordan, one big difference between Harden and Jordan, though. Jordan's got rings on, what, six fingers? And he so played defense. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he played Harden, great not defense. So much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, middle in the NBA last night. And this is one we were talking about on the show as well, line mover. And, hey, if you like the clips, better bet them. Oh, you missed it. Oh, or if you like the Bucks, I should say. You missed a number, so be it. And that, too, had a missed free throw at the end. So Milwaukee won by five instead of six. Of course, that point spread opened with the Clippers. Pick them minus one. Closed with the Clippers six, six and a half point underdogs. Game lands right in the middle. Clips and Bucks. L.A. with a nice second half rally, despite playing without Kawhi Leonard. Wasn't good enough to get the job done in straight up fashion. Those who bet at the close. Clippers, never in doubt. Eddie, for those that bet the NBA and especially quarters, you know, go back and look at my Twitter timeline today. This morning I did an NBA stat sheet and I broke out the quarters. I was surprised. Milwaukee's getting outscored in the third quarter by, I think, 2.8 points per game. You think those teams would make the adjustments and come out and do well, but they're actually getting outscored in both the second and third quarters this season. I'm I'm most interested with the teams that are winning the fourth quarter battle. So many NBA point spreads come down to who's hitting shots in the final stanza. Let's talk a little college hoops from last night. Couple games to talk about. Virginia, well, they deserve the road chalk roll in the Carrier Dome at Syracuse. Orange with a historically bad offensive performance. And we talked about the UCLA understeam on the program yesterday, Ralph. That understeam paid great dividends for those who followed. UCLA no longer an over team, at least not according to the betting markets, not according to the results in their opening night action. When is Syracuse and Virginia going to play the second half? What was it, 40 to 30? <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I thought Virginia would have a bullseye and Syracuse would come back coming off their worst loss. And Virginia just proved they're, uh, they're still a pretty good damn team. Yeah, that's a program that's done a lot of right things. And one more middle to talk about real quick. Purdue steam. We talked about it in the line movers yesterday. The money was coming on the Boilermakers. You bet them early, you cashed. You bet them late, you lost. That, a legit middle. When we come back, line movers. Yeah, NBA, college hoops, NFL, college football. You know it. Stay tuned right here on Wager Talk. We'll be right back.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you you telling me? The whole time. (laughs) And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So we talked about following me on Twitter at Teddy Unsure Covers. We talked about following Ralph on Twitter at Cal Sports LV. You should be following Sports Grid TV. Follow on Instagram. Follow on YouTube. If you follow Sports Grid TV, you'll get access, notifications, alerts to all of the fine programming, including Wager Talk on a daily basis. I encourage you to do that right now. Follow uh, Sports Grid TV on YouTube and on Instagram. Line movers time, Ralph. 
Let's get into it. Let's start in the association for a Thursday night. Celtic steam. We're seeing Boston. They can bet all the way up to minus seven. Kemba Walker's return to Charlotte for the first time. The Celtics taking wise guy money, taking public money against a Charlotte team. Look, they beat me the other night in a pretty impressive comeback against Indiana. Of course, it was with a lineup that played zero minutes together in the preseason or in the regular season prior to Tuesday. Uh, And that lineup, of course, caught fire in the fourth quarter, rallied Charlotte back from a 17-point deficit against Indiana and led them to the win in OT. But from a defensive standpoint, Charlotte struggling a little bit. Boston, not as good defensively as I thought they'd be early in the season. Kemba's return, of course, Terry Rozier gets to face his former team. He's now the point guard in Charlotte. Celtics team, money for Boston, nothing for Charlotte so far today in the betting markets. Ralph, you got to take or any info on this game. Yeah, I mean, the money's come in Boston and the under. You look at Boston, there's even a couple seven and a halfs out there, Teddy. Uh, You know, I'm surprised because normally we don't see Charlotte's won three straight. Charlotte's covered four straight. Charlotte's five and two ATS on the season. I I just think, you know, the the people want to back the Celtics. Sure. I mean, from a defensive pedigree standpoint, there's a world of difference between these two teams. And Charlotte's early season success in this better's opinion, not necessarily a harbinger of things to come. We're also seeing some movement on the total tonight. How high is it going to go? Heavy over money for the Clippers and the Blazers are right now. We're looking at a line. Gosh, come on, Ted. Figure out how to click it. <laughs> uh, 231 and a half. That's been a fair bit of steam uh, off the opener of 224 and a half last night. Nothing but over money. Clippers, Blazers with L.A. coming on the second night of back-to-backs. And Portland, I'll say this nicely, they're struggling on the defensive end. They have no healthy rim protectors right now, which is not good news against a Clippers team that is pushing the pace, Ralph. You know, uh, one of our local casinos here just went to 232 on that game. So, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at this, and I just looked it up. Yeah, I, I guess there's only one way I would go, Teddy, is I, would, I wouldn't I would bet the under. So I guess I agree with the line move. Uh, there's been 12 games so far this year with totals of 230 or higher. They've gone eight overs, four unders. Looking back at last year, there were 245 games with totals of 230 or higher, 55.9% to the over. Sure. So that is a significant sample size and a track record that if you bet it blindly, you can make money with. These early season NBA totals moves, I do not fade them. (laughs) Okay, You're either getting on with the worst number or you're leaving the game alone total-wise. In this instance, we've seen a big move on the over for Clippers and Blazers tonight. Let's talk a little NFL. And the first time we've seen the line across the board, and the Chiefs-Titans line is saying... Patrick Mahomes is in this weekend, and Matt Moore is out. It's not official yet, but the point spread will tell you before it becomes official, Ralph. (laughs) Mahomes, he's going to play, and the Chiefs minus six on the road. Yeah, I don't think think we see a move quicker, Teddy, than if Mahomes is going out, we go boom, 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 boom. They all take it off, and then they'll all put it on later. You know, you talked about him being your biggest point spread. You said you made some adjustments from him. Uh, yeah, again, the Chiefs struggled for a few games early, even with them, they didn't cover. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I'm not sure I agree with it opening this high. 
Yeah, exactly. My number, even with the healthy Mahomes, was lower than the current number. There is, however, an injury I did not uh, impact into my ratings that has to be thought of. That's the Malcolm Butler injury for Tennessee. That is an impact injury for their secondary, and that's not what you want when you're facing Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes is coming to town. This is a move that really surprised me because all the news from Giants camp is this guy's hurt, that guy's hurt. Evan Ingram, downgraded to doubtful. Jerling Shepard is now out. And yet the over getting steamed in Giants Jets. Yeah, people are betting that game and they're excited about the over. Wise guys pounding the over in early betting action. And that's come really today where we've seen the majority of that move in early betting action this morning. I think you said it best for those that watched yesterday. I like the Jets, as I'm quoting Teddy Covers, because the Giants haven't and can't stop anyone. So uh, no argument with the move. It's not often you find bad offenses like this and, and wanting to go over, but it's much different playing the over with bad defenses than it is playing the over with good offenses and very good defenses. Sure. These are not very good defenses. And there is a trend when you talk about the bottom feeders playing bottom feeders over the back half of the season. Those games tend to be higher scoring than your average NFL game. And Ralph, I don't know how we're going to do a database search on that, but there's a way to do it. Maybe we'll figure I'm it gonna out. Ha- I'm going to have the number for you, Teddy, at the start of the big game breakdown. Because what okay. I'll do is I'll just do NFL teams from week eight on or week seven on with two or fewer wins. And I'll have the number for you after the break. I love it. That- that's the beauty of working with Ralph Michaels every day. He makes my life easier. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, not just for that, for so many reasons, including for his analysis on this game, the early money showing for Arizona bucks down to minus four and a half. We have seen a little bit of buyback over there, literally of course of the last hour or so we've seen some Tampa money coming in back up to minus five at many books, but the prevailing number now four and a half on the bucks. And a lot of this, in my opinion, has to do with the Tampa defensive injuries. They were playing five rookies, five true rookies. On the field defensively last week against Seattle, a big part of the reason why they gave up 40 points in that ballgame and failed to cover the number. Yeah, and this is something we've talked about on numerous shows, the Tampa Bay Rush D. If you have a elite rush defense and you are forcing a young quarterback to throw the ball on the road, you are in a great position. Again, the defense is not up to that elite level that they put up with those earlier numbers. I, you know, I'm back and forth on this game, so uh, I'm just going to pass it back to you, Teddy, and 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 say that you know uh, uh, the numbers about where I think it should be, and and no real opinion. And that happens to me all the time when I'm talking, Ralph. I go, I don't know about this game. I spent a couple minutes with it. I didn't have a strong opinion. I moved past it. Moved on to the next one. Um, That happens all the time, and that's what we're supposed to be doing, especially at this time of year when there is so much going on. We're not going to have fully fleshed detail. Let's talk seven minutes about Tampa, Arizona. (laughs) Uh, It's not a game. I'm not betting it. I don't think you're betting it, Ralph. If you're betting it out there in viewer and listener land, we'll give you all the info we have, which in this instance includes Tampa starting five rookies last, playing five rookies on defense last week, and Arizona struggling in the red zone. Uh, particularly on the highway. So uh, not a game side or total that I plan on getting involved with. Uh, Let's talk a little college football. Virginia Tech taking money. I thought last week that that team would be devastated after the Notre Dame loss, where they had them on the ropes and a couple of weird penalties and non-calls and calls went against them, and they lose by a point at the end. 
But the markets are saying, don't worry about that. They'll be just fine. It's Wake Forest primed for a letdown. Hokies taking the money. Their quarterback situation still isn't good. We don't know yet who's going to be the starter on Saturday. I mean, statistically, I mean, Wake Forest is by far the more impressive team. The schedules are close. Wake Forest plus 110 yards per game on the season. Uh, Virginia Tech minus 27 with the schedules 80 and 73. You know, uh, this is where it comes down to coaching. You had a team where you were able to pull a double-digit upset on the road in a historic setting in Notre Dame Stadium. You didn't. Will Justin Fuente have his team ready? So uh, that's part of the handicapping process. If you think he could do a good coaching job, you perhaps like VT. Yeah, and uh, for bowl eligibility, a much bigger game for Virginia Tech than Wake, who's already bowl eligible. And Wake, uh, you know, are they really ACC title contenders? They haven't played Clemson yet. I'll tell you that much. When we come back, big game breakdowns. NBA, NHL, NFL, college football. You know what's going on. Plus, Ralph will have his trends and angles for us coming up next. Stay tuned right here on Wait. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers their own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game, you have the Chargers minus one and a half. If they beat the Raiders by seven points, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid, G-R-I-D. Enter promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Ralph, I thought that I had a trend of bad teams playing together late in the season that pointed towards overs. And that may well be the case 10 years ago. What do you got that's good in 2019? Because we want to give our viewers accurate info. And I think I gave them some bad info. Well, you did it, Teddy. You know, going back to 2000, because it doesn't happen very often. What I did is I I searched for this. Game nine or higher in the season. And both teams, few, two or fewer wins. So you can have zero, zero win teams, one win teams, two win teams. Your game nine. So the best you could be is two and seven. The home team is actually 22 and 33 against the spread, 40%. The over-unders, Teddy, since 2000, in those 57 games, 27 overs, 27 unders, and three pushes. <laughs> Which is no prevailing trend whatsoever and that's why we like the hard numbers and that's why ralph he's valuable for many reasons just one of the many reasons why well why ralph is valuable for this show okay big game breakdowns and look i decided to try this ralph you and i are going to discuss these games right here and then when john murray comes on from the vegas uh, from the superbook usa uh next over at the Westgate Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas. We're going to talk about these same games again with the bookmaker. And we'll see if this works. If it doesn't work, I won't do it again. But I thought it'd be interesting for us to break it down and then to have John uh, have a chance to break it down, John Murray to have a chance to break it down. So we'll see how it goes. Let us know your feedback. Again, you can tweet at us at Teddy underscore covers at CalSportsLV. Let's start in Oakland where the Raiders are home dogs tonight. To the L.A. Chargers. Chargers are taking some money. Minus one and a half total. 49 range this evening. Still no definitive word on whether Oakland's starting center, Rodney Hudson, or their starting right tackle, Trent Brown, are going to play. Both guys listed as questionable. And that's a huge part of the handicap. Because we look at the Raiders' offense. Forget their early season struggles. Over the last five weeks, on a yards per play basis, Oakland's as good as anybody in the NFL. 
if their offensive line is healthy. Chargers showed a pass rush last week that we really haven't seen from them. And they are off back-to-back wins, but it is a Charger team that got back-to-back wins against, well, they have a missed field goal against the Bears. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers calling out himself and his team after the no-show from Green Bay last week. A lot of respect for L.A., in my opinion, based on what they've done in years past. They've been a second-half team. Anthony Lynn, Phillip Rivers, the last two years, 6-2 and two straight up, 7-1 and one straight up over the back half of the campaign. Are we going to see more of the same in that regard for the Chargers in 2019? And is Phillip Rivers worthy of laying a price on the road against John Gruden, who has said repeatedly he does not like these Thursday night games? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add very little to this, Teddy, because I'm going to say if the offensive line was healthy, I would like the Oakland Raiders. You go back and look at the Oakland Raiders, and you talked about the last five weeks, their yards per play, all right? They played at Indianapolis, a decent defense. At the Bears, a decent defense. At Green Bay, a decent defense. Actually, the Bears game was in London. London. At Houston, a decent defense. And then home against Detroit. In those five games, they've given up two sacks. Carr has had time to throw, and that's why their yards per play have been so good, and that's why we've seen them go three and two in that stretch, losing to Houston by three and losing to Green Bay. So if I had a healthy O-line and I knew I had a healthy O-line, I'd be on the Raiders. I mentioned this again. I'll mention it for the 10th time on the show. If a starting center is out midseason after having played every game up until that point, it's an automatic fade for me against the team. So the injury report means everything. I have nothing on the side. I have nothing on the total. Let's switch to the college ranks, right? And that's great info about the starting centers. We spend a lot of time in our handicapping, Ralph and I both, when it comes to college and the NFL, breaking down offensive lines, breaking down defensive lines. If you win the battle in the trenches, you're likely to win the battle in with the point spread as well. There's a strong correlation between those two and no good stats to show you. So it's a matter of watch, read, and adjust appropriately. Let's see what the Raiders injury report looks like in the hour before kickoff. I certainly lean in their direction. College football tonight, there's a pair of TV games. Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, laying 14 on the road. Total of 59 at Coastal Carolina. And Temple, minus two, total of 49 at USF. Ralph, any take on either of these two games or both of them, if you have it? Give me your opinion on Lafayette and Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers in play over Temple and USF. You just wanted to say Chanticleers, didn't you, Teddy? I do. Uh, You know, uh, you're paying a luxury tax with ULL. And, you know, how many how many times have we talked to Arthur DeCesar at the on Mondays and he's talking about how Ohio State's the big money loss? Well, Ohio State's 7-1 against the spread. There's only one other team in the country that's 7-1 against the spread. That's ULL. Certainly not to the same level of Ohio State. But people notice when you're on 7-1 ATS run and you're paying a few points more than I think. I like this ULL team. I would still lean with them. But clearly, from my power ratings, I think you're laying at least a point too much because of that ATS run. And in, in the second game tonight, to me, it's clear eye test. I am on the Temple Owls. People say, well, Temple's allowed 650 yards the last three weeks. 
How can you back a team like that? Well, I'm going to say you just played the number two offense in the country. You just played the number eight offense in the country. You just played the number 20 offense in the country. And now you're playing the number 105 offense of USF. On the flip side, USF may be three and one, but the teams you beat had a first time true freshman quarterback starting in BYU. You went to UConn, you beat them. You went to East Carolina, you beat them. I test clearly on Temple. I'm with you 100% in that ball game, And certainly when we talk about uh, a Temple team that has just played the three best offense in the conference and had a week off to rest and recuperate, that could go a long way towards covering that number. My issue with Lafayette against Coastal Carolina, betting against Lafayette, I'm not going to do it. Coastal Carolina's run defense, bad. Lafayette, the number three rushing team in the country. Only Air Force and Navy have more rushing yards per game than the Ragin' Cajuns. Let's talk a little NBA for tonight. A couple games we touched on. The Celtics, minus 6.5, total of 218 at Charlotte. And the LA Clippers, minus 5.5, total been steamed up. <laughs> 225.5, no, now it's 232 against the Portland Trailblazers. Celtics Hornets, I, I really don't know what to do with. Clippers Blazers, this is a Blazers team that since Zach Collins got hurt, without Nurkic in the front court, they have no rim protection. They've lost three of their last four. They're losing games to teams that are, in my opinion, weaker than they are. Maybe it's a circle the wagon spot. Damon Lillard certainly capable at any given moment of going off in any fourth quarter and covering any point spread all by himself. But clips with Kawhi back on the floor look like the choice to me. And the market's saying, with L.A. laying five and a half, that the Blazers' bounce back might not be coming tonight. You know, I, I, I agree that I would, I would lean with the Clippers with Kawhi back. But for our, for our viewers, we know the Clippers are going to have a structured Rest segment with Kawhi. Start marking down those games now, the days he's rested, which they've lost both, and the first game back, and check the offensive and defensive numbers and the points per game diff and the cover differential when he's back that first game after a day off. Sure, we'll do that for you. No one's going to do that out there in viewer land. That's our job to keep track of that stuff, Ralph, and that's what we will do. We got to talk college football, and it's Thursday. We still haven't talked Alabama LSU in any real way. We got to talk Alabama LSU, Ralph. It's the biggest game in college football this season. There's certainly a long and storied history of the number one team dominating the number two team in recent seasons, but LSU, I know, is battle tested. The Auburn game, the Florida game, they played good, two good defenses. They move the ball in both games. They come out with wins in both games. Who's the best defense Alabama's faced this season? And is Tua even healthy this week? What's your take? The Crimson Tide against the Tigers. This is another game. Uh, yeah, I'd love to give you a lot of information and opinions. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, this is from our good friend Mark Lawrence. When the AP1 plays the AP number two and the AP1 has been a dog, They've gone 8-0 and straight up in ATS. This goes back a long time, so it hasn't happened that often recently. I look at Bama, and I, and I talk about the elite team. If you have spent 65 weeks, 65 straight weeks in the AP top five, 
you you know how to win games. When you've won 31 straight games at home and you've only lost by seven one time, and that was in a horrible sandwich spot, they still won the game. They didn't win by over seven points. That's a unique and that's a proud team. I think Saban says, hey, listen, we're the underdog here. We're the we're team. LSU's number one in the AP poll. We have a chip on our shoulder. That's a dangerous team to have a chip on your shoulder. Wager Talk continues with John Murray from the Westgate Super. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So this has got to be one of my favorite segments of the week. We have with us, not just your average guy, not just your average sports book director. (laughs) We have John Murray 
director of race and sports at the Westgate Superbook USA at Vegas Murray on Twitter. John, you're the bomb, man. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time to be on our show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. So let's start. Uh, We've had college hoops on full display each of the last two nights. Opening salvo, how did the Westgate Superbook make out? Well, it was kind of mayhem, you know, having that many games on a Tuesday. It was a little bit unusual. I feel like they're starting college hoops earlier every year. Uh, we, we managed to get through it. We did very well, actually. You know, everybody was on Kansas against Duke in that first game of the Champions Classic. And then we took some pretty big money from house players on Michigan State. Kentucky beats them outright. It was a really good night for us in college basketball. You know, John, the, the three-point line got moved back. I don't know how many people add that into their handicapping. Total so far this year, uh, after a couple days, are 61% to the under. I don't know what that's going to affect. But, you know, I, I want to ask those those couple early games, Those the games were unders and totals. With, those, with the AP 1, 2, 3, and 4 playing, how much of the handle were just those two games compared to the rest of 145 games on the board? Yeah. I mean, there's a bit, I don't know the exact percentage, but it was definitely, I mean, those were by far the two biggest games we've had so far this season in, uh, in college basketball. Uh, I mean, it was, especially the Michigan State game, we took some really big bets on Michigan State. There was a lot of money on Kentucky, too. Uh, those two games really dwarfed the rest of the day, at least here in our book. So when I first moved to Vegas, I was always told that the confidence that the books have in their numbers is clearly reflected in the limits. And NFL's got the biggest limits, and NBA's got the second biggest limits. And the limits in college basketball, much, much smaller than the limits in the pro sports. Is that a level of confidence or lack of confidence you have in your numbers, especially early in the season? Or is that just the nature of the game? You just don't want to get beat up too much in college hoops. No, I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, the market on uh, something like the NFL sides is a lot stronger than something on college basketball totals, especially early in the year. I mean, almost all these college basketball totals that we see moving early in the season end up being winners for the people betting them because at this stage in the game, there are groups out there, there are syndicates out there that maybe are better than the market on college basketball totals, college basketball second-half totals. Not many people are better than the NFL side market. That's why you can get away with offering bigger limits on something like an NFL or college football side than you can on something like a a second-half total in college basketball. And one last question for college hoops, because this is a key one, John. Come on, throw us a bone over here. Give our audience a point-spread sleeper in college hoops to to pay attention to here in November. Yeah, we kind of like UC Santa Barbara here. Uh, There's a ton of sharp money on them yesterday. They covered pretty easily. They've got some relatively high-profile out-of-conference games coming up. They play at UCLA. They play at Oregon State. Keep an eye on the Gauchos. Maybe they could be a sleeper this year. I'm writing it down as we speak. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Got to love the Big West. San Diego, by the way, the Toros moving up to the Big West next year, making mm-hmm. them an even better conference. You know, uh, who doesn't love November? There's football every day in November, with the exception of Thanksgiving Eve. And let's just get right to it with the Thursday night football game. Let's talk NFL. Teddy and I have gone back with the Raiders injuries, talking about it in the last segment. What's happening at the Superbook between the Chargers and the Raiders? 
You know, it's an incredibly split game, guys. It's it's about as uh, even a game as I've seen this year in the NFL. I mean, right now, in fact, in terms of straight bets, we have the exact same number of bets on the Chargers as we do on the Raiders. We've got wow. the Chargers minus one and a half. Doesn't look like we're going to have much of a decision on the game, to tell you the truth. There's just looks like we're right at the perfect number right now because we got tons of money on the Chargers and tons of money on the Raiders. So uh, I want to ask you real quick, a follow-up on that. Because, again, we talk about the old bookmakers, uh, the, the, what, what we think bookmakers want versus what they really want. But the old story is if you get half the action on one side and half the action on the other side, that's your best-case scenario because there's no risk and you're just going to get uh, your 4.54% uh, with minus 110 on either side. Are you rooting in general for a truly balanced sheet at the end of the day? or? You don't mind no, having some opinions I, on these games and having some decisions. We don't mind. Uh, we don't mind taking positions against certain types of players. You don't. You don't want to be hung out to dry, losing a big number to a sharp guy or a sharp group. But you don't mind taking a big loss on something when it's nothing but just an accumulation of public plays, public parlays. You're you're going to win enough of those in the long run to make to make more make more money than you lose. It's all about taking positions against the right kinds of customers. That makes a ton of sense. Excellent info. And let's get more of it. Uh, talk college football for tonight. The Raging Cajuns. Louisiana Lafayette. They're big chalk on the road at Coastal Carolina. Are you? Do you do much on these weeknight, the Maction games and the Sunbelt games? Or uh, is the handle on those fairly limited? And what's the, what are you seeing in terms of action uh, down at Superbook USA? You don't really, or I'm sorry, you do take a lot more on those games than you would if they were buried in the deck at like 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning because people just can't help themselves when they see these games that are isolated. But, no, there's not really a lot of money on the Lafayette-Coastal Carolina game. I can tell you, though, the other game, everybody's on Temple. This number, we've got about a 6-1 to tick account right now on the Owls, and the numbers actually moved the other way. It went from South Florida plus 2.5 down to South Florida plus 1 we had a sharp group that we respect took two and a half on Monday. So keep an eye on the Bulls tonight. They're definitely the sharp side in that game against Temple. John, let's talk about the two TNT NBA games tonight, Boston, Charlotte, as well as the Clippers and Portland. Uh, walk us through any liabilities you might have in those two games. Yeah, not too much to report, actually. I mean, I think it's a better doubleheader than what we had last night. What was last night was uh, Warriors-Rockets, and then the other game yeah. was was uh, Kawhi not playing for the Clippers. <laughs> so, uh, that, that didn't work out too well for the NBA. But really, not a lot of action in an NBA doubleheader. Looks like we'll need the, the Hornets for a little bit in the early game. Nothing really yet setting up in the late game. For now, all the focus seems to be on the, the Chargers-Raiders game and the Temple-South Florida game. Did you get hurt with Kawhi sitting last night? That game uh, ended up landing on five, which was between yeah. the opener and the closer. Did you get the? Did you take the losing bets on both sides? No, you know what? We actually did fine. Our, our guys did an excellent job. They they really stayed ahead of that information on Kawhi, and it, it worked out fine for us. But I do. I, I did get a laugh seeing that Kawhi was already taking off a second game here on November sixth yesterday for load management. Yeah. John, you know, uh, a course. quick follow-up uh, on that, John. So from here on out, anytime the Clippers are playing a back-to-back -back night, do you have a guy just looking for that information? <laughs> 
Well, you, you know what? Now it looks like you got to do it anytime they're playing two games in two days because Kawhi actually played the, the or sat out the first game of this doubleheader. I don't know how he decides which one he's going to sh- sit out, but you know, all jokes aside, it's nothing we haven't been dealing with for years. Th- these these players have been doing this for as long as I can remember. It's not that big of a deal. It's just something where you've got to stay ahead of the information as best you can by following along on Twitter and just trying to stay ahead of the customers on it. Well, let's let's shift to the one game that I know everyone's interested in. There's one game this week that if you're watching this show, you're listening uh, on the iHeartRadio network, uh, on podcast form, whatever it is, there's some interest in Alabama LSU, I would Mm -hmm. think, even though it's not the game other than the marquee night game. You know, a 1230 kickoff here on the left coast, 330 uh, for those of you back east. What kind of action are you seeing in Alabama and LSU, a game that could have enormous national championship implications? You know what's interesting about that game? Right now we've got Alabama minus six and a half and got about a two and a half to one ticket count on the underdog here on LSU, which is usually a red flag. It usually means good things for the favorite. If you're looking for sharp action, we did see some sharp money come in under 65, under 64. And we're down to 63 right now on the total. But one thing I told my, my dear co-host Kelly Stewart yesterday when we did our podcast, Kelly and Murray, is you don't have to bet this game. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of other games to choose from. You can just sit this one out and watch it. You don't have to bet LSU Alabama. I know it's the, the marquee game of the week, but I don't think you need to force yourself to make a bet here. But if you need to, I can say we did see some sharp money on the under. John, we said the exact same thing in the last segment talking about a game, and that's great advice to our viewers. You know what? Be a fan. Just watch the game. I do have one follow-up in that game. Will that be the most bet college football game year to date, and will it get close to a good NFL game as far as handles concerned? I think it will get close to a good NFL game, but I don't know that it will go down as the most handled college football game because of the time slot. When you get these 5 o'clock primetime games, you've got every parlay rolling into those games. So the handle's usually a little bit higher. Like I remember, I think it was Oklahoma at UCLA, and just every parlay, everything we had the whole day was rolling to Oklahoma in that game at night. And we had a ton of liability on Oklahoma. They won by about 1,000, so we lost. But usually the, the later games in the day, like the Sunday night football game in the NFL, are the biggest handle games because all the parlays roll to those games. You mean give us gamblers a few more hours and you're going to get a little more action? Uh, well, let's talk some <laughs> yeah, NFL. I, I, if, if LSU Alabama was at 5 o'clock, I would say yes to your question for sure. But uh, yeah. be, just because it's at 1230, I, don't, I think that that is going to impact handle a little bit. Let's talk some NFL. And, you know, uh, you know, the Packers continue to, I'm sure, draw a lot of attention and playing the Carolina Panthers. Walk us through the action on, on that game. Well, you know, the Packers last week were probably one of our biggest wins of the year. I should say the Chargers beating the Packers because not only did everybody bet the Packers, they also all doubled down on the second half on the Packers. That was a massive (laughs) win for the books everywhere. I I talked to some of my colleagues at other books. They all said they cleaned up on that game. This week, people a little bit more cautious jumping in with Green Bay, but really it might be a good week to get on Green Bay because they're coming off of probably their worst loss of the year. And I said last week I liked Carolina against the Titans because Carolina was coming off of their own destruction at the hands of the 49ers. So this could be a good week to buy in on Green Bay, buy low on the Packers. I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, let's talk Rams-Steelers real quick. 
Uh, Pittsburgh getting back to 500 last week thanks to a missed Adam Vinatieri field goal. The betters think the Steelers can get above 500 against L.A. coming off of a bye. Now, this will be the biggest handle game of the week in the NFL, or the biggest decision of the week in the NFL. Everybody's betting the Rams hard. About a 3-1 to one ticket count on the Rams. And look at that time slot, that 125 local kickoff. All the people that win their 10 a.m. bets are going to roll that money over on a 125 game, and it looks like they're all taking the Rams. We're going to need the Steelers huge. John, real quick, Sunday night, Dallas Cowboys, America's team still in the sports book, especially on an NBC game? Very split action here, guys. The Vikings are getting a lot of support, too. Of course, there's money on Dallas, but very split game. Reminds me of the game tonight. I don't see us moving off the number of three all week. Looks like the perfect number. There's money coming in both ways. John Murray, you've put together a fantastic segment. Tell everyone out there what's going on at the Westgate and at Superbook USA. Oh, just another great busy weekend of football, college football Saturday, pro football Sunday. We've got a Raiders watch party here tonight in the Superbook. So if you're a Raiders fan, please come join us in the Superbook at the Westgate tonight for the big Raiders-Chargers Thursday night game. John, one great quick stuff. question. How did, uh, real quick in about 15 seconds, how did the uh, Super Contest re- reload do? 236 entries. We'll get a lot more next year. Awesome. I bet you will. Thank thank you so much, John Murray from Superbook USA. When we come back, yeah, Sports Betting 101, right here on We. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to the home stretch of Wager Talk. And Ralph, during the break, we got a tweet. I'm going to read it. It's from Mikey the Face Malero, at Mikey Malero on Twitter. He says, caught a little nugget on the Wager Talk show last night from Cal Sports LV and Teddy Covers regarding short-term memory. Great life lesson in there that can be applied to most everything, not just gambling. Great show, guys. We appreciate the tweet. Of course, what we were talking about yesterday on the show was in regards to a bad day. (laughs) When you have a bad day in sports, you got to be like an NFL quarterback and have no short-term memory whatsoever. What just happened? Have your moment, and you wipe it clean. Today... We got to talk about bad beats. I mean, we talked about it at the top of the show. If you had Utah last night and you're up four and you're at the free throw line and you're, you're Donovan Mitchell doesn't miss two free throws there and the ball hangs on the rim and then lands and drops in and, oh, my God, I just lost this game by a hook. And how did that happen? The bad beats can be every bit as tough or tougher than the bad nights. We got to talk about the psychology of staying sane in a minute or less. Ralph, what do you got? <laughs> I completely agree, Teddy. I agree that it can be worse at times because you did everything right. You handicapped the game right. The game went the way you thought, and then all of a sudden some anomaly came out and you ended up losing. You know, it's the exact same process. It's uh, you grieve for that minute, and then you you make sure it doesn't cost you any future losses by changing the way you handicap. If you handicap properly, trust the process, continue to do the process with the same with the same work ethic that you've put into it, and and those breaks will even out for you. A good poker player is going to suffer more bad beats than a bad poker player because a good poker player is going to be going in with the best of it and be in position to win more often than the bad player. The same thing with the better. If you're a good better, you will have more bad beats than you will have lucky wins because you're on more right sides that sometimes lose. It's the nature of the game. You can't let it eat you alive. Have your moment. You're allowed to have a moment or two or three. You cannot let it affect you the next day, the next week, the next month. Don't let one loss turn into two, turn into three. That's the best advice that we can give. Hey, coming up next. Here on the Sports Grid TV Network, stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia. That's coming up right now. And tonight, I will be on in-game live with Kevin Walsh and Gay Morenzi. That goes from what, 5 to 9 Pacific time? Yeah. Watch the games and watch Sports Grid TV. 